Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. Second Peter 3, 4-7, Sovereignty. They will say, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. For they deliberately overlook this fact, that the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God, and that by means of these the world that then existed was deluged with water and perished. But by the same word the heavens and earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. Peter has been talking about scoffers coming, talking about a mist that will chase us. And part of the scoffing is the, where is your God now? Uh, The way Peter says it here, where is the promise of his coming? It seems like he's delayed. Remember, the, the early believers were waiting for the imminent return of Christ. In fact, there were things that Jesus said that made them think it would happen even before uh, they came onto the scene. It would have been years previously. Uh, but Peter is saying this, um, you know, this thought about where's God at is not new. There's nothing new under the sun. Uh, this has been going on from the beginning of creation. Uh, our fathers fell asleep. This could be a reference to the patriarchs. It could be a reference to those who uh, exited Egypt spent years in wilderness. It could be the earliest apostles, earliest followers who had since passed on. Uh, Peter is saying that it feels like God is delaying, but uh, he's delaying, if we remember, out of his graciousness to us. Peter has told us in his first letter that God is not slow, as some consider slowness, but patient towards us, not desiring that any would perish, but all would come to repentance. And here he uses two images of judgment, water and fire. Water was that past flood judgment that came from God, uh, reworking the world. Uh, The Lord went to and fro on the earth and found that uh, the majority of uh, creation was in rebellion against him. Judgment came. Uh, Fire is the the promise of future judgment, uh, that once again God will bring uh, a correction. He gives us time to live into his ways, but at some point uh, he will act and bring correction. It's there. Uh, The so what of this passage is a recognition of the movement from God's correction to ultimate judgment. Think about it for a moment. The water image can also be an image of baptism, uh, an image of the spirit. Uh, The image of baptism is that we uh, die with Christ and we're raised alive with him. Uh, That Life image is also expressed that the spirit is a spring unto eternal life in us. Uh, The fire image is one of purification. Yes, it's an image of destruction, uh, but it also can be an image of purification as we submit to it. Uh, It becomes simply that which uh, purifies us. Uh, 
tests us like fine gold or silver. Uh, in both of these images, there's a, an element where water and fire are destructive, but they're also purifying, bring out the very best in us. The now what is to live in this ongoing purification state, to allow the, the spirit to, to burn away the dross, to allow the spirit to wash away uh, that which keeps us defiled, to continue moving, to, to work in God's plan of coming to full repentance in all of our life, uh, day by day, uh, each step of the pilgrimage. So, Lord, we do thank you that you are a judge. We wouldn't want uh, a God who turns his head or kind of winks at sin. We're glad that you take it on. Uh, Lord, today, would you bring a cleansing work? Uh, wash us clean, uh, burn away what doesn't belong there, but then release unto life the power of your spirit, the spring of eternal life, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.